What's an issue that we've been talking about a lot? The governor is talking about it. All kinds of public officials are trying to figure out what we should do to save the whales around here. And we got an expert right here in-house. Tom Nelson has been hosting Outdoor Line on 710 ESPN for 15 years. 15 years how did that happen <laughs> I, I don't know man it's just because they, they let me in the studio and i'm just one of those people that just never left yeah, i guess congratulations yeah, yeah well, well 10 years 10 years here at, at 710 yeah, yeah since since the launch almost 10 years it's on every saturday morning from 6 to 9 a.m so before i get into this whole whale salmon thing i have scandinavian blood tom good i, I grew up in ballard right above shulshall and you have I've, some salmon oil in your blood already, Dory. And I've never caught a fish in <laughs> oh my life. Oh, my goodness. We're do, gonna... Does that make me... That, what, what that no, ma- not, no, I'm not going to ask, does that make me less of a man? <laughs> How much less of a man does that make What it, What it makes you is is probably 90% of the population of Washington right now. We really don't know what's going on out, out on Puget Sound. And, I, and I'd like to fix that for you. Yeah. I'd like to alter that, that, that life path for you if you want to come bend a rod one of these well, days. For the, for the last five years, Brock's been telling me he's going to take me up <laughs> with you. You to sit guy. I've heard and, that too. Yeah. So so why is it all talk? Well, I don't know. You got to. We're gonna have some action. You have to talk to Brock Heward because he brought Damon up this year. So it was a brother deal, right? Yeah. And, you know, and yeah. you know, you know what happened after that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I know. Well, at least they shared some fish with you, right? Yeah, yeah I okay. did get some halibut out go. of the deal. There okay. we go. Okay. All right. All right. Uh, okay, so something really interesting happened with you. <laughs> a funny thing happened on the way to the boat ramp, Dory. <laughs> okay. All right, so a uh, local TV station wants to do a story about, because one of the big problems is we got these uh, sea lions and seals that are taking so many of the salmon, and that's taken away the the fish that the whales need to survive. Exactly. What we're talking about here, Dory, are the southern resident killer whale orcas. Those orcas that specifically target salmon for their diet. Other pods of orcas, they're fine eating pinnipeds, harbor seals, sea lions, but this particular pod of orcas is struggling now because of prey availability. When when we've we've decreased our salmon hatchery output and we've developed the land around so wild fish are no longer as numerous, that has put a pinch on the diet of these southern resident killer whale orcas which are now experiencing pretty low numbers here in the Puget Sound region. And how many do they eat? I heard that they eat about 109 salmon a day. You know, it's it depends on the size of the salmon. It depends on the side of the whale, size of the whale. I, I, but but right offhand, yeah, they need a burgeoning population yeah. of, of of salmon now. So so the so uh, Governor Ensley has formed the Southern Resident Killer Whale Task Force. And, and they've issued a mission statement. And the, in the mission statement, the task force is looking at vessel traffic disturbances and other emergency measures, which, which will probably include recreational fishing closures. This in the face of other research that now points to pinnipeds as taking seven times more salmon than recreational, tribal, and commercial harvest combined. And yet... This major source of predation from this overpopulation of pinnipeds yeah. is not even mentioned in the task force recently issued mission statement. And I didn't know what pinnipeds were until until I started researching this last night. So those are the sea lions, sea lions and, and harbor seals, and the harbor seals. And okay. on the on the floor of the Senate this week, Maria Cantwell has brought the Endangered Salmon Predation Prevention Act to the floor of the Senate. It's got bipartisan support. It passed the House without a problem. Now it's on the floor of the Senate. This is wonderful because. The, the pinnipeds in, in the Columbia River in particular are close to driving several populations to extinction. Okay. 
So, so yeah, now because you see them on on the docks yep. of every single harbor around here on They're, our aids to navigation, on our dikes, in on our on our riprap breakwaters, just all over the place. Though. Yeah, the yeah. most famous one was the one Herschel that hung out at the Ballard Locks that that drove the Lake Washington steelhead and salmon runs close to the point of extinction, right. and indeed has driven a lot of our endangered species listings of local Puget Sound salmon stocks. Okay, so local TV station it was King Five. <laughs> they wanted to do a story with you, absolutely about this and you were quite the scofflaw from what i'm hearing well i uh so so here's the thing i brought these guys down on the way down to the dock here's here's harbor seals laying on the on the side of the dock and they, it was so dark and they didn't move they didn't even notice them so they went back and they shot those and then there's there's one that, that hangs out by my boat okay because i, I where is this in port Everett. Okay. The Port Everett. And All so right. and, and it's common practice to clean fish and, and wash off the cleaning table and then so bits and stuff fall off the cleaning table, right? Right. Well, I had legally harvested a salmon the day before and I had a piece of fish left over that I brought for for the purpose of of, of, of making sure there was one for the camera. Yeah. And there was, and on camera I flipped a piece of salmon, a small piece about the size of your finger, <laughs> to a harbor seal. Okay. This went out on King Five News and oh my right. goodness. The phones started ringing. <laughs> they started ringing at King Five. They started ringing at the NOAA Regional Enforcement Office in Bellingham. At which point, I was contacted by Brian Simpson, NOAA Fisheries West Coast Division Enforcement Officer, and told that I now owe NOAA five hundred dollars for what? illegal. Oh yes, sir. What? I stand before you, Dory Monson, a criminal. <laughs> so, I, so you were fined five hundred bucks for flipping a little piece of salmon carcass. To a, a harbor seal that takes how many fish a day itself? So this is I, this is especially ironic in the fact that I was fishing the day before, and we 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 harvest salmon selectively in Puget Sound, meaning we harvest hatchery fish, mm-hmm. okay, and we let wild fish go. In the process of of releasing a wild fish, a harbor seal came out from under my boat, grabbed it by the head, out of my hands, and took it and ate it. Okay, so I'm. I'm guilty of that too. Right. But but here's the thing. Everybody that encounters these fish in Puget Sound, whether you're fishing or whatever, has had this interaction where you've got pinnipeds stealing your catch. It happened sure. it happened to Brock fishing with me last year at Brock Ewart. Yeah. But I mean un- unwittingly. I mean he did nothing wrong. Obviously a sea lion came and grabbed his fish and he uh, asked him about it sometime and you'll you'll you'll, you'll get a few minutes of uh Take, of a story. took it right off the line. Took it right off the line. Okay. So so this is the problem that we're up against now is the fact that Pinnipeds have habituated themselves to, to people in, in Puget Sound. They're, they, they act like pets. They follow boats around, oh, yeah. and, they, and they take fish. Well, then they're cute as hell. Oh, they are. They're which, water puppies. Dory. Yes, they are. Yes, they're water puppies. Which is what makes the, the harsh it, it does. ramifications yes. so challenging. So, so if you're telling me they're taking seven times... According to the recent research that, that I've obtained, it's, it's, it's called the Chasco-Kaplan paper, and I'll read to you really quick from the abstract. Converting juvenile Chinook salmon into adult equivalents, we found that by 2015, pinnipeds consumed double that of resident killer whales and six times greater amount than the combined commercial and recreational catches. That's in and around the Salish Sea. Okay, so as our politicians are coming up with all these things to do to save the salmon, they're talking about going after the recreational fishermen, about going after the recreational boaters. And other vessel traffic. And and so... And, and and I understand that there is a component of this that may be uh, – by this, I mean the demise of red, southern resident killer whales to large vessel traffic, Washington State ferries, and all that stuff. But, again, here's NOAA and this task force picking the low-hanging fruit. 
which are the citizens of Seattle that uh, are now going to become alienated should we have more recreational fisheries closures. They're not going to buy licenses. Revenue for Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife is going to further collapse. And so now our hatchery funding coming in large part from WDFW's budget. So, so now we're looking at alienating a large part of the population. They're not going to buy licenses. WDFW revenue is going to plummet. Here we go. Okay, and they didn't even mention the sea lions and the sails. I printed it out before you, yeah. and the only thing mentioned is vessel traffic and other nebulous emergency actions. Okay, so if Tom Nelson was czar, would you go out and, and start killing the sea lions and seals? And I understand that 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 is a bad look. You don't and, have to qualify your answer. Well, so so here's this is me you're talking to. We have we have a tremendous problem. Yeah. Okay. It Seattleites have seen these animals trapped and relocated before. Right. We're going to have to see that again. We're going to see have to see a trap and relocation. Relocate them where? You know, out out on the coast. And make and make them swim back in. And, we take and, them and, to Kansas. Well, let's take them to Kansas. Okay, Tom. okay. Yeah, you want to solve the problem? A big pinniped lake in yeah. Kansas. That way, they'd have to take I ninety. Yeah, you know, back back west. So you know what? Here's the thing, though. The, these animals came in here from the ocean. We send them back out to the ocean, and in doing so, they will be subject to other predation, other probably orca pods and whatnot, and their numbers will probably get reduced. That's a circle of life. It is. Yeah, okay. It is. But, but okay, so relocate them. There's going to be, and, and deter them from from using. Do we need man- to kill them? Yes, at some point. And that's what the legislation on the floor of the Senate allows tribal entities, governmental en- entities, and, and other people to do is, is soften up the effect of the Marine Mammal Protection Act so they can more easily streamline the process to take care of the repeat offenders. How many would we have to kill? How many, how you know many are out there? First off, those those numbers, you know, I did not bring them with me. I apologize for that. I don't know. I think you have to look at it by a percentage basis. And if right now the pinnipeds are taking seven times what the combined tribal recreational commercial catches are, we have to start looking at a number of half. Or, or, what, or six-sevenths. Yeah. I mean, seriously. Well, if seriously, you, yeah. If you want to get it down to where they're... They're not doing more damage or, or than what, anything else. Or something close to what historical numbers are. The, the, the pinniped numbers have exploded in Puget Sound, in particular, because of the development of the waterways. All the navigational cans that you drive by, yeah. they're, they're, they're unwittingly become harvest, or excuse me, ambush points for, for sea lions. They jump up on the cans, they rest, they wait, they feed, they jump back into water, and they sit back on the navigational cans and buoys. But that gets back to my first point. They're so cute, Tom. They're water puppies. I know. But they're hungry water puppies. So who's going to kill them? They're, I'm not. Here's the thing. I can't do it. No, I agree. I agree. It's, it's a difficult situation. But government's job is addressing difficult situations. And in this case, they're 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 ducking, diving, and dodging. Yeah. They're not they're they're not looking at the real problem, which is an overpopulation. We manage salmon. No, no. I think the real problem is you flipping a finger sized piece it of is. salmon. No, I'm I'm a criminal. Your, your five hundred dollar solution. Yes, there. I do. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, we we loan me five hundred bucks, story. Yeah, 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 that's it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All my guests asked yeah. me that. <laughs> uh, wow. So the, okay, this is crazy. So what's uh, what's the next step? Real quick. The next step. A few seconds. So here. so so basically, the next step is I'm waiting to get some paperwork from Noah. Yeah. And I'm going to take this. Uh, you know, through the process with Noah, up to and including probably testifying before uh, before Noah's West Coast Council. Okay. So, right. uh, but uh, my deal, my whole deal in this is to raise awareness of this issue. Yeah, the, the real the, solution the, is the, is one that's a real harsh. It's one. harsh. It's harsh. Yeah. But the pinnipeds 
are eating our killer whales out of house and home. Beer. Okay, and real quick, what about the tribe's role in all this? You know, and, and I have several uh, tribal friends that, yeah. that we've talked to about this, and we're on the same page. That, that this is an unnatural situation that the development of Puget Sound has caused, and we're going to have to manage this pinniped species similarly to how we manage salmon. Okay. Tom Nelson, you can hear him on Outdoor Line every Saturday morning, 6 to 9 a.m. over on 710 ESPN Seattle. And you you will take me fishing within the next year. What are you doing Sunday? Uh, let's talk. Let's talk. Okay. All right, buddy. All right, thanks, Tom. <laughs> all right, we've got lots more. I'd love to hear your thoughts on all this. You can text me at 98973. Much more straight ahead here on the Dory Monson Show.